Welcome to the Crescent Podcast. I'm Leanne. This podcast is an extension of my personal philosophy and commitment to continual growth in all areas of life. I firmly believe that optimal health comes from addressing all areas of us as human beings, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Through expert interviews, I hope to both inspire and enable you to create sustained change in your own life. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy. Time has really been flying by for me so quickly. There's so many fun things in the works. Next Tuesday, we've got a new guest interview coming out with a really, really dear special friend of mine. And there's going to be a very special announcement on Tuesday. And today, I'm actually sharing the first episode in a new segment that I'm going to be doing every so often, and I'm calling it Client Conversations. And these are exactly what they sound like, just conversations with Evox clients of mine and a space where they get to tell their story a little bit and how Evox has helped them. I am such a long form content type person. I love reading a really long blog post or listening to an hour interview with someone. That is just what feeds my soul so much. And that's what I love to do. I don't want like a two minute quick conversation with someone. I want to sit and talk with them for an hour, which is one of the biggest reasons I have this podcast, but it's something that I'm so excited to welcome clients into as well. The ones that are up for it because I know as a prospective client, and I've been this person for other modalities myself, you want to hear a long conversation. You want to hear the nitty gritty of, and this is what we will talk about in these client conversations, what did their life look like before Evox? What were the things they felt like they were struggling with most? And how has Evox helped shift those things? And since doing Evox, how has that pattern, that behavioral or emotional pattern, how has that shifted? How have their relationships shifted? How have their thought patterns shifted? Their emotions, just their emotional well-being overall? all of these different things that I'm excited to be able to share these stories with you so much more in depth and from the own their own voice. Some clients have asked to remain anonymous and so we don't share names sometimes at the beginning of the episodes. Other clients, we do share their name. And this is a new segment that I'm rolling out. So there are certainly... I imagine going to be things that I can improve. There might be more questions that you guys have that you'd really love to be answered in these conversations. So as always, I think one of my new slogans is I'm allowed to make mistakes. My team is allowed to make mistakes. We're all allowed to make mistakes and then learn from them and grow. And so if there's, if you're listening to this client conversation segment and there's something that you think could really make it so much better, so much more helpful and expansive and informative. I would love, love, love to hear it. You can email me and the team at support at theacrescent.com or as always reach out through social media. Today's interview is with a 60 something year old female client and she shares a little bit more about her background and her life. And we're talking about the, the core reason that she came in initially for Evox was this 
huge wound and trigger with her mother and how when she was spending time with her mother, it was incredibly triggering, painful, hurtful, exhausting, and had gotten to a point where it was becoming really, really unbearable. And we talk about how, what that looked like in much more detail. We talk about how Evox helped her start to understand the deeper roots of those triggers and what life looks like now for her in relation to her mom, but how also there were other things in her life that started to shift in doing Evox, even though we weren't specifically Evoxing on those topics, other things started to shift and improve just organically through those healing process. I'm so, so excited to be able to share these with you. I'm so grateful to my clients, and I will say this every single time, for letting me be a part of their healing journey and for being willing, especially in these client conversations on the podcast, for being willing to share their journey and how it's helped them with others in hopes of helping others find more healing as well. Well, thank you so much for coming on to share a little bit of your experience with Evox, with me, with the Crescent. But let's start off with an introduction. Okay. Well, I'm 60 years old. I had a career as an RN and then as a chiropractor. I'm retired at this time. I am I have children whom I'm very close to, adult children who are out on their own, and keeping in touch with them is just so much fun seeing what they're doing in their lives. And at this time, I'm settled in. My husband is still working, and I'm keeping track of the family and running the household at this time. (laughs) So let's get into when did you first hear about Evox? Where did you hear about it from? And what was that original introduction for you? Okay, I had cancer in 2016, I ended up doing medical treatment for it, but as a part of my treatment, I went to the Center for New Medicine and had a lot of alternative care there. And one of the cares that they offered me was Evox. So I'm curious, when you learned about Evox from the Cancer Center for Healing, Center for New Medicine, what what was that initial experience like? What did you learn about the connection between emotions and cancer? Well, it was very interesting because I went from a medical perspective, having been a nurse, and found that um, they felt that the emotional component was important enough to treat. And I did do the Evox through that time. And I really emotionally handled the cancer in a surprisingly even-keeled way. I felt like I dealt with some issues, but it wasn't a crisis of character for me. Mm-hmm. So that initial experience with Evox, it kind of just like planted the seed of, oh, there might be a connection here. But I think more than that, it it just introduced you to this tool, which seems like really resonated with you, that tool of Evox. Yes, very much so. And then how did you find me and the Crescent? Well, about two years later, I ended up in my life having a crisis of relationship. And that was with my mom. After the cancer, um, she and I started spending a lot more time together, and her actions and her words triggered a bunch of childhood feelings that I hadn't had for years. Uh, Fear, pain, 
that helplessness that you feel as a child. I began crying a lot in relation to how we had related when I was a kid and how we were relating now and that it really hadn't changed much. Not a not a depression kind of a crying, but a, just a pain, a sadness. And so what would happen is I would have these imaginary conversations with her, especially when I was trying to sleep. And I just wanted her to, to understand me. I just wanted her to be able to see life in a real way. She kind of lives in a fantasy world, and I cared so much about her that it really touched my heart, but I wasn't able to sleep, and I was full of anxiety. So I actually reached out and went to therapy, talk therapy. And it it did help me quite mm-hmm. a bit. He gave me lots of tools of how to have conversations with her and how to deal with my anxiety, but still I had that anxiousness to the point where if we were in the same room, I would be shaking. Mm. I would have to bite my tongue because I wanted to point out to her, you know, those ways that she wasn't living in reality. And I wanted to help her. And it was just almost an obsession. And that, the talk therapy didn't help that. And I felt like that was completely out of control. And so I remembered the Evox and thought, you know what, this is something that talk therapy isn't helping that I might be able to find an answer through Evox. So one of the things I love to touch on is so often, whatever the patterns that we feel stuck in, whether it's a behavioral pattern or an emotional pattern, it tends to have a ripple effect and it affects other relationships, even though we're talking so much about you and your mom and when you were with her specifically, How did that anxiety, those ruminating thoughts that you felt about your mom when you were with your mom also spill over maybe into some of your other relationships? Well, the fact that I wasn't sleeping, you know, caused me to be a little bit more on edge. Uh, My husband, who is just a loving, kind, caring person, didn't understand my tears. And I would sometimes even be sobbing. And he would just try to support me, but it was very upsetting to him to see me in crisis after 20 years of marriage of really being a happy person. And so it affected that relationship, as well as with my sisters and brothers. They all relate to my mom differently. So it really was a ripple effect that was shaking, you know, my emotional foundations. Mm -hmm. And then just that experience of, can you touch a little bit more on when you were with her in family gatherings, which happened fairly often Mm -hmm. that you were around her, just the tension that you felt the entire day? Yes, I would, I would, she would say words that would trigger me. And I would really have to use so much energy just to not respond to that trigger that it was exhausting. And I, I imagine it just when you're putting so much energy into biting your tongue, into managing your emotions, not only are you in such a state of dis-ease that it's hard to enjoy that time but you're also it's hard to be fully present because so much of your mind and your brain is going into wow that hurt oh my gosh I can't say that okay I need to bite my tongue oh my gosh this is so upsetting that what could have been a really pleasant family gathering it's like you're so we're so stuck in our minds and 
absorbed in all of these inner things that are happening. Yes. And one of the most frustrating things for me was the things that she was saying and doing aren't triggers for others. Mm. And so I would try to describe later to my husband what upset me about the interaction and he was unable to really connect with it because those words wouldn't have triggered with him you know a memory or an emotion or a feeling from his childhood Mm -hmm. so others could not see the the tension that was going on the dance that was being played out in front of them yeah and so did it do you feel or did it help you feel a little bit more validated in those feelings Going through Evox, doing the therapy, and just having an outside person go, no, it's okay to feel this. <laughs> well, Evox allowed my subconscious to tell me why mm. and to help me understand the history about that, going back and, and remembering the first time I felt that way mm. and what the situation was. And that in that at that time when i was 5 that was life or death to me mm-hmm. so it was an intense emotion whereas now it's not life or death i don't have to respond in the present to a, a threat from the past i think this is such a good segue into one of the things i'm like to ask clients about is the difference between their experience with talk therapy and evox and i just want to reiterate every time that talk therapy absolutely has a place and can be so important it sounds like and you can elaborate here but it sounds like from what you're saying talk therapy helped you a little bit with present day of just how can i respond differently but it maybe didn't help you so much in identifying what those core childhood wounds were or at the very least like bringing up those emotions and releasing and healing those old past wounds. It seems like it was more present day. Okay, here's how I can respond in these moments. Does is that sound accurate? Or yes. how could you expand on that? Yes. And after about five sessions, the that intense emotion just calmed. And some of it was intellectually understanding but I do believe it affected my nervous system, that it broke some of those loops in my heart and mind that I, I really can't even put words to. But And just to be clear, five sessions of Evox. Of Evox. Or the, okay, Evox. Yeah, five sections of Evox. So I began to start sleeping through the night. When I was laying in my bed, I was thinking about happy thoughts. I was reading a book. I was back to where I wasn't obsessed with trying to help her so much. And I think that has to do with me just being able to talk about her with you during the sessions and getting the treatment where that anxiety loop was broken. Mm. And then now I can think about it in the present day that she's 96 years old. She's not going to change. She may never understand me. She will always be a person who likes to get a rise out of me and will push my buttons. And for some reason now, emotionally, that does not trigger me. Hmm. That's okay with me. I can have a lunch with her and we can talk about all kinds of things. And I don't even have to feel the compulsion to, to explain something to her or to get her to understand or see something she doesn't see. Mm-hmm. I'm able to just relax in the situation. There's so many things I want to highlight here. And the first one is 
this idea of, I use this analogy of a magnet and getting pulled into a pattern or a feeling. Yes. And so often these triggers, it just feels like, oh, like it's just this magnetic pull getting pulled into something. And I think so often talk therapy makes us aware of the magnet where we were just unconsciously in it. Now we're aware of it and we get tools to fight against that magnet. I think the difference is that Evox gets rid of the magnet altogether so that we're not getting pulled into it anymore. And it sounds like that's certainly what was going on here where, again, talk therapy helped you become aware of, oh, this is the trigger. This is why it's triggering me. Now I just need to like muscle through it each time versus like, oh, that trigger is just gone with Evox. Yes. It feels like a miracle because it was something I could not put words to. And because she and I had been dancing this dance for 58 years, it was so familiar and so subconscious Mm -hmm. that we would start in a conversation. And after the conversation, when I'm tied completely in knots, I can look back and say, oh, this is exactly what happened. She started out very gently and, and oh, you know, over the course of a half an hour, she has ripped my guts out. Oh. And so now my guts don't get ripped out. She can, she can have that same kind of conversation, but it doesn't hook me in. And I almost can recognize it even. Mm, yeah. We are not to the point where we are close, good friends and spending lots of time together. But I at least have my life back yeah oh that's so good yeah that's so good another thing i want to highlight in what you said is we know so often what happens with adverse experiences or trauma is that the subconscious and the brain are not able to oftentimes distinguish the fact that we're no longer in that trauma oftentimes when when an experience intense experience happens the brain loses its sense of chronology it can't go oh that was 58 years yeah, ago it yeah. really does think we are still in that and so it's one of the things i love so much about evox is we can go into that subconscious that still thinks we're a five-year-old child with no autonomy mm-hmm. and in imminent danger and go no actually that was from the past we can acknowledge those emotions we can release those feelings that maybe you didn't have a safe place or the words to acknowledge what you were feeling in those moments yeah and really give the brain and the subconscious this sense of i am safe now yeah that's so true so let's dive into a little bit more now having done we did multiple sessions on mom Mm -hmm. and on all of those past experiences, those early childhood experiences, how did you start to notice your relationship with her shifting? And I think you've already touched on this a little bit, but also how did doing that Evox on your mom have a a positive ripple effect now on your family and your other relationships and your just your life in general? Yes, well, now I'm well rested, which helps very much. And also, I, am, I was able to begin to appreciate my healthy relationships so much better. Mm-hmm. And as a result of going to you about my, my relationship with my mom, 
one of the issues that came up that I really was kind of unaware of is that as a child, I was so completely isolated emotionally that I really felt like I had to carry any relationship that I would ever have in my life. And I couldn't have articulated that four years ago. Mm. But um, through one of the sessions, it just came to light so powerfully. And this is what happened. My subconscious through Evox often shows me pictures and kind of tells me a story. Very visual imagery. Very visual. So uh, through a session, which was probably maybe eight cycles... I was able to see myself hiking in the woods, which I've done lots of backpacking up a river, and realizing that this river was very polluted. And you know, after expressing that to you, you said, hey, follow the river up and see what's happening. And I thought, oh my gosh, I do not want to go to the top of this river because it's going to be me and it's going to be polluted and there's going to be <laughs> nothing I can do. And it was an anxious time. So I started hiking up the river and I realized before I got to the source of the river, that there were toxic plants that were crossing the entire river. And I thought, oh man, I've got it. You know, whatever the roots were, were, were just expressing toxins into the river. And I thought, this is a bigger job than I can do. I, there's no way I can get all these plants out of there. And I looked around me and family members and loved ones and close friends were there with me. And they said, hey, we'll help you with this. And I was like, what? How? This is a hard, dirty, toxic job? Are you serious? And they helped me clear the river completely to where it was clear. And then you said, hey, now, you know, hike up to the top and see what's there. And when I got to the top, the lake was just like one of those high altitude Sierra lakes that you backpack up to and you can see all the way to the bottom just this clear beautiful pristine lake and it it just helped me to to see that I'm not fatally flawed Mm. I am a good clean person with with motives that are pure and then I looked around and the people were with me and I think in the it, it was truly the first time in my adult life that I felt like there are people in my life who want to help me. Yeah. I I had never admitted that to myself and it and I hadn't known that I didn't admit that. I just carried and carried everything all the time trying to make everybody happy and do all the right things and help everyone else not realizing that they appreciated that and they're willing to help me back. Mm -hmm. And those pictures painted that so clearly for me, I think better than any words ever could have. And so that's changed pretty much every relationship in my entire life now. I can relax and enjoy someone's comfort, someone's caring, someone doing something kind for me. Um, and I couldn't before. I yeah. would feel I would feel this unexplainable sadness and pain. So I would cry often if someone brought me a present. I would just start crying because it was like I couldn't accept it. Mm-hmm. And that has changed profoundly for me. Oh my gosh! This is first of all, it brings me to tears even hearing that again because this is what I live for: is this idea that Evos can change someone's life. It can really change your relationships and I just am always so honored and grateful 
that I get to be a part of that. But one of the things I love is, and we mentioned this earlier, this is so common that with Evox, things start shifting that aren't even related to, directly related to the topic that we are specifically evoxing on, right? We didn't have a specific session on not being able to receive love and support and care. That just came up. Your subconscious just surfaced that. I wasn't even asking questions around that. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love so much is evox really just creates an environment such that the subconscious can reveal exactly what's going on. Yes, yes. I really felt that very, very strongly. I love that. Can you touch on a little bit more how you noticed that specific relationship with your mom shift? So now, for example, when you, let's talk about when you spend time with her, how you feel, what's different. And also when you're not with her, but she comes into your thoughts, how you feel and what's different. Well, for probably two years I really couldn't interact with her at all like like I described that you know we would be at family functions and I could just say hello and be cordial but I could not interact with her at all it just tore me up inside and after evox now I have called her up and we have a monthly date to do lunch often as one of my sisters is with me or my husband will be there so it's not like we're going out together alone and uh, I still feel a little bit vulnerable in that situation but I am able to really enjoy a lunch with her she's still very involved in running her business so she has a lot to share and of course I've got a big family that I'm you know Uh, able to share what's going on with all those people's lives and we're able to relate on a friendly kind relationship and I understand that we're never going to be much deeper than that and it doesn't tear me apart anymore and I, I can actually look forward to meeting her once a month for lunch and just enjoy that time and enjoy who she is and the parts of her that are positive Mm -hmm. and then after the fact do you find yourself still ruminating on everything that's going on or anything that was coming up? No, actually I'm able to just get on with my life and I don't think about her every single day like I was. Uh, I feel like that obsession perhaps has completely been broken. Mm. And then just any other ways that you noticed a ripple effect with friends, family, your husband, Well, I just feel like I understand myself much better now that I can, um, I can give out of a free heart instead of out of a compulsion to try and make someone love me, try and make someone like me. Um, and I'm able to relax in my relationships much more and just enjoy someone's company with the assurance that they aren't pretending to enjoy my company, but Mm -hmm. they really do enjoy my company. (laughs) Yeah, It makes a big difference. Yeah. When I know one of the things that came up in at least one of our sessions was, yeah, just this idea that you, your subconscious couldn't believe that anyone would genuinely enjoy being around you. Yeah. And so you felt there was such a weight of, I have to earn their love. And if I ever stop giving and being of service to them they're gonna go away because otherwise why else would they want to spend time with me if i'm not 
yes. providing something of immense value. But I would not have had the words to express it. Mm-hmm. I, I really would not have even been aware of it. Mm-hmm. I think Evox brought that all to light. Um, not only put words on it, but broke the chains. Oh, I just love hearing that, even though yeah. I know, because obviously we work together. It's so special to hear that. So a couple things I want to close out with. So for anyone who's wondering about Evox, I'd like to touch on what were some of the aspects of Evox that you were unclear or confused about when you first heard about it or when you were initially starting it? Basically some questions that you might have had that other individuals might have about Evox that you think would be helpful for them to hear. Okay. Well, having done a couple of years of counseling on this exact, on the subject of my mom, I really didn't understand how Evox would be able to help break those anxiety chains. And so it was very helpful to get together with you and have you talk about that the electricity is actually giving my body the sense that you are safe as you're thinking about these things. Because I think that loop in my brain was just trying to keep me safe, that I wasn't safe without the loop. Mm. And so that really helped me understanding about that. And um, also I just felt like it was something that was out of my control after, like you said, just striving and striving through the therapy to, to change my response or my thinking took so much energy. Mm-hmm. And realizing that Evox is able to do that without me having to somehow come up with the answer. I think a lot of, in, in talk therapy, you're sort of intellectually trying to come up with the answer. And with Evox, it's more like just relax and see what my subconscious wants to tell me. I'm not striving and digging and all of those Mm -hmm. kinds of things. And so it was just a wonderful surprise to see that after only a couple of sessions, I was able to go really deep because I'm an intellectual person. I'm very private. I don't open up easily and that my subconscious wanted to communicate with me Mm -hmm. and was happy to do so Mm -hmm. (laughs) was very surprising. Yeah. When I know one of the things that you've said before that you love about Evox is I'm really not giving you that much advice. It's I'm trying to create an environment such that we can access the emotions, the feelings, the the nudges, the information that you already have within you. But because we have all of these unresolved emotions and unresolved experiences, it's like a storm raging within us. And so it's hard to get that clarity. And with Evox, we're kind of calming that storm so that you can see what's always been there. It's just the storm was making it hard to hear or see what was going on. Yes. But I do believe that you are uniquely gifted in just asking the right questions, Mm. um, in helping me to ask the right questions, um, especially like with the example of the river, that I gave you the tiny little piece of the river and you were able to say, well, let's follow the river and see where it goes and let's go up to the the lake at the top and see what that's like. And you didn't tell me what it was going to be like. But you were, you were astute enough to see that my subconscious was 
giving me only a piece. Mm-hmm. Like someone else may have just thought, oh, a polluted river, What I wonder what that means. But instead of saying or telling or anything, you just said, let's look a little deeper. And I feel like that was something that you brought uniquely to it, whereas my first experience of Evox was much more general. Mm. And perhaps the person was trying to give me advice about life in some ways rather than really following my subconscious's lead. Mm-hmm. Thank you for saying that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another thing I want to hone in on is what do you like about Evox? And I think we probably have already touched on this a little bit, but what do you like about Evox and working with me that has been different from other modalities or other practitioners that you've worked with? Well, one thing I really want to share is that I've had so many positive effects that were unexpected. Mm. So when you begin to get healthy, lots of different parts of your life get healthy, not just relationships. So for example, I've quit biting my fingernails. I've quit clenching my jaw. Um, Mm. I have so much less acid stomach than I used to have. And I think this is all related to just getting healthier i i appreciate my friendships so much more which i wouldn't have thought you know coming to you for a specific relationship would actually enhance all of my relationships so to me that was you know a very powerful um indication that i'm not just solving a problem i'm really getting healthier emotionally Mm -hmm. in my entire being Mm -hmm. For anyone who is listening and considering Evox, any other final words of encouragement for them? Well, one thing that I was nervous about was uh, telling you my secrets and having yeah. to dig deeply. Kind of, and that's kind of what therapy is about. Uh-huh. And I, I just want to encourage people that you just asked me to speak about my mom and I could say something as simple as she has brunette hair, she has green eyes, she loves to work with animals. And the emotions that are going on in my body when I talk about her are the same ones that if I was telling you all the horrible things she ever did to me. Mm -hmm. And so I want to encourage people that even if you're a very private person like I am, you can derive lots of in-depth, wonderful healing help without having to bear your soul verbally. Right, (laughs) right. And that was something that I was a little nervous about. Mm -hmm. And then what I love too is when we do share things that are triggering for us, if someone feels comfortable, and I tell everyone at the start of every e-box, you know, you'd only need to share as much as you're comfortable. But what's so nice is when we do share things that in the past have been very triggering, and you mentioned this at the beginning, the evox and the balancing frequencies that we're using through the biofeedback are helping soothe that trigger response so that you can now talk about this thing without feeling so much anxiety, fear, panic, whatever it is. And that's yeah. one of the things that I think surprises people so much about evox is as you said, they'll be in therapy talking about something that is so triggering or upsetting and there's such a flood of intense, uncomfortable emotions. But with Evox, we're able to touch on those things and establish a sense of peace and safety. Yes. 
Well, and I, I think also my subconscious knows what I can handle. Mm-hmm. So my subconscious gives me a picture of a river instead <laughs> of perhaps someone else's subconscious would tell the story in a completely different way. But my subconscious knows me. So it's going to reveal things to me in a way that I can understand that you would never even know. Yes, you, exactly. You don't know what a river um symbolizes to me or a a lake and that I have all these experiences of backpacking up there and just feeling that joy and that wonderful Mm -hmm. feeling for someone else it might be riding horses or anything else but the point is that my subconscious knows me better than Leanne knows me Mm -hmm. knows me better than my therapist knows me knows me better than anyone and so it can communicate to me in a way that I will really get the message yes I love that so much. That's a perfect place to end on. Thank you so much again. It just, I cannot thank you enough. It means so much to, first of all, be able to work with clients like yourself, but also that you are willing to share your story with others in in order to help them. Well, thank you so much, Leanne. You have absolutely made my life better. Mm, Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) 